What's going on? What's going on, y'all? We back in this motherfucker. Uh, I don't do this for nothing. We don't do nothing, nothing podcast. I'm one of the hosts, uh, Mark, aka Successful Bless. I got my brother here on the phone right now. As we know, we in quarantine, quote unquote quarantine. We can't really be around each other right now. And, uh, he got other stuff that's going on. Uh, go ahead, bro. Introduce yourself. Yeah, I know what it is. Sean, aka Suave, aka King Chivy. You know, whatever you know me by, that's how you know me. We back on this joint again, man. Like, listen. What you got to I was say? About something. I was thinking about something the other day. No, hold on. First, uh, first, 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 before we get into it, man. How you been? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good, man. Everything is good on my end. I really can't complain, you know, despite everything that's going on. I ain't really taking too much to heart. I'm really going crazy with it right now. Um, right, right. I think the last yeah, time... Yeah, something I do want to say about that, you know, as far as what's going on and everything. Yeah, hold on. Before um, we get to that, last time we was on here, we was, uh, uh, we was talking about the uh, COVID. It was like, what, two weeks ago when actually COVID-19 was actually like really, really serious. Not saying that, not serious now, but uh, it's definitely was really, really serious at that time. And it was like, I think we really couldn't, at that time, we couldn't really find like... <laughs> To all the people, so last time we was on here, it was it was like the the the, uh, the height of the COVID nineteen, and uh, today we're gonna be discussing different topics. Uh, like I said, this is our podcast. We don't do this for nothing. I don't do this for nothing. Um, and we're gonna keep giving y'all more content. So uh, yeah, what you got? What you had wanted to talk about first? What you were about to say? Yeah, like um, first part is definitely about the COVID nineteen. You know, um, you know, on a real tip, hopefully everybody staying safe out there, doing what you gotta do. Um, I'm hoping that this time, before I get into what I had on my mind, something just hit me. Um, I'm hoping that this is a time where people can actually, I'm saying, learn something from it. Because there's a lot of stuff that goes on. When you got stuff that happen like this in big increments, hopefully you can learn something from it. Not saying you didn't already know something, you know, because I think some people take that too literal. Like I've seen videos on Instagram where people got mad at people for telling them or suggesting that they learn something from what's going on. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, not, <laughs> it's not it's not against you, like, oh, do something with your time because you ain't doing nothing. It's like, yo, you know, just hopefully you learn from what's going on, the unity of people. You learn a little bit of health. Uh, you learn a little bit of everything, actually, just to see what's going on. Like, I hopefully this is, this is around the time where people can, you know, really help each other. Because I think this is one of those times where, you know, this is really, uh, I guess they call it a pandemic. So, this is really the time where everybody, you want to find out who everybody is. If you don't know who nobody is around you, this is the time where you're really going to find out who everybody really is. So, do your best. I mean, real quick out there, do your best to become a better person. Because like I said, these are the crucial times. Uh, we got a lot more resources now. There's a lot of stuff that's happened, you know, in the U.S. history, but we got a lot more resources now. We got, yeah, you got Wi-Fi, you got the Internet, um, you got stuff, you know, where you can become more resourceful. And, you know, this is the time for, you know, check on people. You know, everybody don't take this the same way, so check on people. You know, for some people, they can really get depressed. They really don't know what to do. This is the time where you just, you know, make sure you enhance your strength in certain areas. Yeah, like definitely. Yeah, like for real, man. If you get through this, I feel like you can get through anything. Definitely. And 
Don't forget to be a human afterwards, too. They're telling you to stay six feet away from people. You know, in the country where we got 330, we got 350 million people in the U.S. And they're telling you to stay away from each other. So after all this is over as well, don't forget to still be human. You know, don't, don't look at everybody as a germ or, you know, somebody called they got, they got Corona and all that, because that can, <laughs> that can put a, a prejudgment on a lot of people, too, so. Yeah, I see that a lot. I see, like, people really put, I, I feel like this time has definitely uh, spoke on how much power we have gave the government, how much power we have gave America. Um, we definitely have given them too much power, and if we got that, we also forgot that we're, who's really in charge, like the universe is in charge, uh, God's in charge, um, People really forgot, like especially in America, we we always we so used to like getting our Amazon packages dropped off. We so used to, you know, getting the Uber Eats and like making sure Uber Eats getting on time and complaining about little stuff and uh, why it didn't come, why why it didn't come, and stuff like that. And um, I feel like people really get wrapped up in that so much to where they forget about, you know, the universe and how much is healing, how much we need to really recognize, and how maybe this is like a sit down from God to where they're like, yo. Everybody, you know, the reason why people, like you said earlier, the reason why people getting mad over the fact that people, people getting mad because people are telling them that because people don't want to hear that because people don't want to hear when they're doing wrong or not doing wrong when they're not doing shit that they're supposed to be doing. Like, like I, I didn't heard this on a radio or like a, a, a podcast earlier, or like I think it was um, a video on YouTube when I think Fat Joe was on there. He was saying something about the same type of shit we talking about and everybody got quiet because people forgot that. That, that that this other entity still exists, that God still is there, that the universe is still alive. And and we t- we were too much wrapped in too much of America, man. Like, we, we really forgot. So I really hope people really after this really realize how much power we have as a human. Like, you know, we we all, like, it, it just is it really crazy how, like, we wasn't really caring about each other now until now we really got to stay far away from each other because now, now we got potential to harm each other and give each other the virus and pass on different shit. So it's like, it's really weird, like how, you know, they got us believing or got us thinking, I'm not saying none of this stuff is true, but it's got us thinking like, man, like we got to stay far away from each other. Like we, that means how much, it shows us how much power we has, how much power we had before this, how much power, uh, human interactions and, uh, human relationships and human, uh, togetherness is like much more powerful than like, like you said, in this time frame, you can see who people really is. And I definitely seen how a lot of how people was and, um, where people stand at and uh, how much control uh, people thought they had and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. I'm saying, you know, to add on to that type of stuff, just please remember who you are in the middle of all this because, ah, man, it's amazing that, you know, in my opinion, like we talked about the other day, there was nobody really put up a fight. That's probably another story, but... Yeah. Nobody really, no, no, nobody really said anything. Nobody, everybody just, you know, we can say, okay, everybody stay in the house. Now we get to blame each other. Now everybody's frustrated. Now we got to really run down. Uh, you really want to do this Corona thing, people. You really got to, before you say, oh, stay in the house, uh, before we spread it, or oh, the numbers keep going up. That's another story. But look into yourself first because there was a lot of times your friend might have told you to stay away from that abusive-ass nigga, but you ain't listen to her. There was times your homies told you to stay away from these dudes because they was up to no good, but you ain't listen to him. 
but you listen to the first thing that somebody else say about something that we barely know about. But you're not even, and it, and it just keeps reverting back to you're not even listening to people around you about their personal life. Definitely. So I, I just think that if we gonna talk all this listening stuff, and everybody wanna be a drill sergeant, which is cool, but do that to a certain extent. Make sure you listen to everything that's going on. Make sure you listen to everything that's actually happening at the moment. Yeah, don't just like, start listening. Yeah, let this like, time open up your brain and listen to like not everything. But be open to like if you want to listen to the government or anything they saying, you can at least listen to your family members when they tell you about you know doing something positive or doing something different with your life or adding a business. You can at least, especially after this, at least listen to something new after this. Don't just be like indulging to. What the government said, because everybody following what the government said. Like, like we just said, nobody put. They, they told us to go in the house, and everybody went in the house, and nobody put up a fight. Nobody said we didn't protest. Like, we didn't protest. We didn't try to figure out. Uh, we didn't even try to find out. Uh, uh, you know, and we was really like uh, going against people who were telling us the truth. Even at the time right now, people still going against people telling us the truth. Like, we wasn't out there trying to figure out uh, how many deaths was it. Um, how many people are dying? What, what, what's the actual? Uh, what is the coronavirus? We don't really have any people that's on foot that's in our neighborhood that's out there actually trying to figure out what's going on. And that's the thing that's about it that's really like hurting us because we don't really have our own resources to find out our own information. So we just taking uh, other people's information for, uh, for uh, face value for whatever whatever that means. Or even if we do got resources, unfortunately, people are not using them like the proper way people are not using the resources the proper way like you got people like you know you and me and other people who are like us amongst other people who don't want to hear certain stuff yeah like you know i say if you want to listen to something if you want to listen to something in life at least listen to everything because you know you, you know when somebody tell you something about uh money or if you're coming together as a black community you don't want to hear that and they're next to you but you'll listen to people that you honestly never seen before if they say, oh, I stay in the house. Yeah. Oh, because everything is closed, you just stay in the house. People don't realize that when all this is over, it's going to be exposed on how much time people really missed with their family and their friends. And you really missed out on times you could have been building, but they told you to stay away from one another. Like, I get it. You know, you don't want to pass it or spread it because of the symptoms and because of what they say it is and everything. But at least have that time to really build up who you are. Yeah. I think that this is really should be the time where people got to really build up. Like, come on, like, just really build up who the fuck you are because after this is over, it's going to be something else. So you I know, know, after this, after this is over and then this is done and everything go back to what it was. And, and we got to stop saying... Stay in the house. Or no. I would prefer not to say stay in the house or everything go back to normal. What's your normal? What is your normal? Yeah. Is your normal? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, is, is your normal ran by what somebody else is? So your normal is the bars and the hookah and the clubs and just being able to be outside with the wrong people. That's your normal. Right now, as normal time as anything. This is more normal than anything. There was a time yeah. in the U.S. where we didn't have many people on the street, on the corner, outside all the time. This is definitely normal point. to like 
yeah. normal to the universe because the universe is like not like it's actually really healing. It's not. It's not. It's less pollution in the air and it's less like they actually seen pictures of like California and like uh, the Himalayas, um, uh, Chicago, like different areas. Um, they didn't have Philly up there, but um, it was different areas and across like the world where you know the universe was healing. So like the universe felt like this is normal, but to us, we've been we've been abusing certain shit. We've been abusing certain shit for so long that we kind of normalize the shit that we think is normal. Like you said, like people would normalize all the toxic shit, and I realize, hoping to realize that people would just really open up to like um, positivity and just realize, you know, have a have an idea of, of where they really at. Because a lot of people probably forgot they was on Earth and stuff like that, <laughs> motherfuckers. Uh, so I guess this time is perfect time. So I guess we probably we basically summed up. Uh, you basically summed up the like black people telling us um about staying in the house. So that's probably kind of we kind of, kind of, kind of covered there already, right? You would... Yeah, I think so. I think so because you know I'm just, that, that's like that's the main part of it. That's the main part of it. Like just having people say, "Oh, you stay in the house, do this, that, and the third. If you're gonna do this, if you're gonna do anything in life, last but not least, you know, on that subject, just do it all together. If you gonna tell somebody to stay in the house. So you can, so so things yeah. can go back to your. Normal. I would say I would say you have like you ain't got to listen to everything, but you at least have a fucking balance to where though you're yeah, not just point. all toxic. You're not just listening to Eric, the authority when somebody got a reputable source. You're not just listening to people reputable source. You listen to people that's next to you. You listen to people that's on the ground because that's crazy. Because the people that's on the ground before we finish, the people that's on the ground right now is the people that's feeding these kids. Like the motherfuckers you think they're looking up to. You listen to motherfuckers who not really actually feeding these children. So like. Like, you listen to the government. The government out here feeding the fucking kids on the street is helping these kids go hungry and stuff like that. I mean, making sure these kids not go hungry. Um, so I suggest you should listen to the people that's out there that's on the ground. That's actually... I'm not saying don't listen to the doctors, but we should all also have, like, our own reputable source in our community to where we listen to. Not just listen to the, you know, the government, because the government, once again, is not... They're helping out a little increment, but people who don't really have as much as money out there... Scraping up all the money that they got to make sure that kids get food and stuff like that. If you're gonna do this, listen to motherfuckers. Listen, please listen to the people that's around you, that's in your community, that know. You know, they not they not have a, the most reputable source. They might not be a doctor. They might not have the, you know CNN. They might not have this big name, but they're doing big, um, impactful things in our neighborhood to help these kids. And and I hope that don't get overlooked. So like, um, the next subject we want to talk about. Like, so you got anything else you want to talk about on that subject? No, that sounds like it's pretty good. You know what? I, really, I think we rounded that all pretty yeah, well. Yeah, like I basically, think. black people stop being goddamn drill sergeants. <laughs> like you said, stop being. <laughs> child, you were going to the house, and now we fighting over who going to the house. We fighting over tissue. We fighting over the wrong shit. Like, <laughs> like, come on, you come on, America. Like, we can't really be that messed up, Mister World. Though, like, we fighting over, we fighting in the pandemic. We're supposed to be sticking together. I just hope that majority of the people, not everybody going to, but majority of people stick together majority of people make sense out of this majority of people um realize how much they wasn't around their family how much they need to listen to people that's around them i just hope people certain people realize the right people realize you know the positive part of it especially with the universe and stuff like that so that's yeah exactly stop stop with the dumb stuff y'all <laughs> <laughs> it's something else i wanted to touch on um um, before we get to that, uh, uh, before we get to the uh, that topic, I know he's talking about. I got it written down. So, um, 
let's talk let's go let's go completely off let's go to another like another round let's go to like um what's in the news right now what, what i probably seen was in the news like what's in like the hip-hop news um jaru and 50. <laughs> jaru and 50 oh has been brung back up i don't know how i think jaru and 50 has been brung back up all because of uh you know oh yeah that's that's, that's what happened last time we was on here but a lot of things happened transpired last time we was on here uh, a lot of hip-hop people um hip-hop producers hip-hop uh just people that's a part of hip-hop r&b people have been doing like uh battles over uh ig live and stuff like that i know i've seen um scott storch and um and mandy fresh i seen that i seen the whole one on, i didn't see it on live but i actually caught it on youtube um i seen swiss beats and uh timberland that was a nice one i'm gonna go back to like i was saying uh Scott Storch and Manny Fresh. I would say Manny Fresh won that one. Uh, you forget like how many people got so many um got so much uh Manny Fresh got me some hit. how many people got so many hits, how many people's part of so many different type of music and stuff like that. And um Yeah, so I think Ja Rule and Fifty had came up in the midst of that. They people they had wanted people to go back and forth. I mean they had wanted Meek and the two chains to go back and forth with the uh, the hits for hit. Um, for some reason that didn't happen or whatever, but uh, people have brung up Ja Rule and Fifty like, and like Swiss and Swiss Beats like, yeah, yeah, that'd be good, but like, you gotta make sure that it come from the right place. Like it, they ain't on there, you know, custody, you know what I'm saying, going crazy with each other, and uh, that had came back up, and people was like, yo, like that's, and people started breaking down what the actual beef stemmed from. So what's your point of view, like, of the Ja Rule uh, Fifty, you know? beef and just the whole train the whole shit i honestly ain't really know too much about their beef but i knew some stuff now as far as that goes i think that with jaru and 50 i think that they're both at their time they were both very credible in their music um i actually would like that i would like that <laughs> like like you said i gotta come from a good place these dudes just got so much history, but I would like for them to do the battle as far as like hit for hit. I think right now, I think sometimes, unfortunately, with beefs, people really forget about the culture. Um, from what I've read, from what I've previously read and understood, there was actually people on both sides who really got hurt from what was going on. Um, yeah, especially 50 Cent. Yeah, so it's like, you know, when it gets to that point, I don't know what can happen after that but <laughs> it's like I don't know when it gets to the point of people really getting hurt getting shot like, almost right. getting killed and getting yeah. in jail and all this shit like I don't know but I, I was always in between about that I'm like damn you know that would be good for the culture but I, I think sometimes with these beats yeah. they're a little different you can take a beat from the 80s you know you take a beat from the 90s Take a beef in the two thousands and the two thousands niggas just start they start rolling, they start going too far. Like the eighties and the nineties, you know, you got Curtis Blow versus uh, KIS one and some shit. And that was all word. Everybody might get hurt behind that. The nineties when it really started, so it's like but like with John Rule and fifty, I was always neck and neck with them. Like I always like it was always like they both were successful in the time. I think, I think fifty probably up to like what fifty, sixty million sold, and then Ja Rule up to like seventy, eighty million sold. I didn't even realize these dudes sold that many copies. I'm like, 
y'all selling all these damn copies and y'all going back and forth with this and this. And I watch so many interviews between both of them and it just, everything comes from a, uh, like a cocky standpoint. Yeah, because like, like, like you said, so much shit that has transpired and like people actually, 50 Cent allegedly got shot over this shit. And like people got stabbed and fought over this shit. So like it definitely will be good for the culture. But I don't know if y'all niggas can sit down and actually do this shit. <laughs> like, yeah, because it's, it's because of where the interviews was at. So sometimes when I watch these interviews and I base them, it's like like uh, where where is this coming from? You, you know fifty, you know what fifty gonna do, and then you know Ja Rule. Like you really grew up on Ja Rule, and then fifty came out later, and then. Yeah, uh, you know it's like I don't think Fifty will be able to not disrespect Jaru. They, 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 I don't know them on the Instagram live. We're really like them niggas be fighting through the phone. Like I, I just really can't see them niggas doing this shit. Like that would be so great for the culture. Them niggas just do that and just like you know, uh, just I'm not saying just put past their beef, but just like. You know, show us the hits because I know Fitty gonna pull out. I smell pussy. Is that you, Jai? Like this is gonna be like, and then, <laughs> it's gonna be, it's gonna be all over. It's gonna be gonna put like on. He got that nigga like clap back. We gonna clap back like this. Like, it's gonna be. It's gonna but I think if you can sit there, I think if you can sit there and really analyze the hits, I think if they both can play what they want to play. Without taking it too literal, knowing where they were. Oh no! Like, like it's hard because like, even if like niggas sit there and just try to take it, not take it too literal, a fucking memory gonna pop up like yo. And at this time, I was trying to make sure that you died around this time. Like, <laughs> like, like, like niggas was like the height of that shit. Like if, if nigga, if like Fifty Cent play, I said I smell pussy and was, you know, yo, yeah, 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 I'm, yeah you, hit, you hit me hard. Like nah, nigga. Like nigga, that's the reason why I wanted to kill you. <laughs> it's like it's like it's, it's like it's, it's it's with this fifty cent and Josh, it went too deep behind rap. It went deep in the rap. And yeah, that that'd be the thing. Think, that that that'd be the thing. When they when they when they look when they but see, I don't know because it was like I don't. Oh man, there's a couple of joints that kind of. I don't. I can't say a couple, but yeah, one fifty. That would be cool. That would be, that would be so great. As far as the music, I mean, they both got hits. They both got hits. Yeah, I, I, I can't, <laughs> I can't even call them cordial at this time. But I, it, it, can it, can it? I think it could be done. I don't I got know. a good feeling that it nah. could be done. No. Nah. It just. I don't know because it just, uh, it just to what extent. How are we gonna get Fiddy to do this? Is this the thing about it? <laughs> like I, I can see Jaru like, ah, right, you know what? You know, a couple people Jaru be like, yeah, you know what? I can see Jaru being okay with it, like after a few talks and stuff like that. But Fiddy, nah, nah. <laughs> because right after that, he posted on he posted on Instagram. He posted up a picture of uh, he posted up a picture of um. Or Jaru or some shit like that, man. And it was just, oh my god. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, he posted a picture of Jaru and say, "I will battle Fifty Cent for attention." And there's just like a, uh, and it says "stupid" and it say "firefest" hashtag firefest. See, it's like nah. See, like Fifty gonna think nah. See, right oh after that, 
Or after that 50, 50 years, yeah, I will, I will, I will battle. He had posted up a, a, a Photoshop picture of Ja Rule holding up a um, a cardboard sign and said, I will battle 50 Cent for attention. <laughs> and like, he good with the memes, so you know this is not like... So yeah, that's that. Like, I've seen other shit too. I've seen like Neo and I think the other, I forgot the other guy. But, um, so yeah, that's pretty much it on that topic. So, um... Anything else you want to continue about fucking Ja Rule 50? That's probably pretty much it, right? Ja Rule 50, I, I gotta go back and watch the, uh, the Timberland and Swiss Beats one. Uh, I think personally, like Scott Storch, kind of out there, man. He fresh a little bit. You watched that, John? Yeah, yeah. When I seen the... That was the one I watched entire. Like, when I seen the whole one, I, it was it was neck and neck to me. Cause Manny got a lot of hits, but Manny so? had a lot of in-house hits. Like he was an in-house producer. Then when it comes to producers, when you got that versatility, like you can hear a Manny Fresh beat. It was songs that, uh, um, it was songs that I didn't even know Scott Storch produced, and that's what takes me by surprise. Okay, I okay. think it was it was one Beyonce song, and it was one Chris Brown song. Uh, give me that. I didn't know Scott Storch did. I didn't know Scott Storch did give me give that. Give me that. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know he did the Beyonce song. I forgot what the song. Baby Boy was Sean was Sean Paul and Beyonce. Oh man, I didn't, I didn't know he did that. Yeah, though. yeah. Man, these these dudes are the greatest producers ever in our generation, like hands down. Whether so we, we whether we won debate between who won, they definitely was like yeah. Yeah, it was like what to me as like a, a sound of a producer, it's neck and neck because okay. it surprises you. Like, oh, they did that! Like, I didn't even know they did that song because you know most of Manny hits because a lot of his was in house for uh, Cash Money and some for Lil Wayne and some for Turk and Juvie. So you 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 know a Manny Fresh beat was here because most of his stuff, most of it was in house unless you got Top Back Ti or uh, Big Things Popping Ti or. Um, I didn't even play that. Yeah, that, that's that's. Did he that's, play that? That's the crazy part. I think I, he. I think he. I don't know. I, I don't I, know. I, I try to remember every song. I was, I was when I when I watched it. I was, you know, I was losing my mind and <laughs> shit like that. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, damn, I didn't even know he did that song. Oh, I didn't know he did that. So you got the uh, Ti big things popping. The, the top uh, back was a fucking beautiful. Um, top back. Top back was beautiful. I'm sorry. That yeah, puts you up like, like 30 points. I'm just sorry. For me personally, like... Oh, my God. The top back was just like... The thing I liked about the, the battle fight that you finished, like... Uh... Like you said, like, I didn't know... I didn't know Scott Sturz had... Like, he, I didn't know he played the piano on that on that Snoop John with uh, Dr. Dre. I didn't know that he... I didn't know he was he was a part of most of this... Most of this song. I didn't know nothing. Like, that, that would surprise me. Like I said, that would really surprise me about... The whole battle that I didn't know that Scott Storch was playing the beats on this part or playing the piano. I didn't know he was a part of none of this shit. Like, never really hear about this shit. But the thing about my perspective on, like, well, I think Manny won because Manny got the fucking, uh, on the 99 tooth out. Like, he got, like, he got hood, like, hood spiritual. Like, like that's like a hood anthem. Like, that's like, like a, a hood Negro spiritual. Like, that's like, no, 99 from the tooth out. Like, he had, like, Fucking hood hits 
Yeah. Like shit that like last you could play to this day and niggas have been girls will twerk and niggas will get up and niggas will run to the dance. Dum, 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 dum. Niggas will I swear to God when niggas play that bro. Bro. Oh my god. And, 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 and that, to me that's what that, that that's that, that's what really gave Manny the edge, like yeah. they got stuff that's just undeniable. Scott Storch would surprise you like uh, the, the 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 old the old one still trade. I didn't know he did all that. Yeah, he played. That was he played the piano part on that part. Yeah, that, and that's crazy. Like you know, so to hear that and then you want a song with Snoop and the Snoop and Dr. Dre. Only thing he didn't. Only thing about that joint, he didn't like, get damn. credited for it. I'm like, damn. So like, Scott Storch should do it as far as like. Yeah, for that particular oh, song. For that particular song, he did not get credit for it. That's probably why he didn't know. Yeah. So it's like certain stuff with him is the When he the, played that though, when he played that still, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. But like the reason why I think he kind of lost to me, because like Manny was playing skits. Like he had skits ready. Like he had like he had skits ready. He had a shit, he was ready. And, and he wasn't really like saying like yo um he wasn't saying like he wasn't saying yo this this song this is the next song stuff like that he was just playing certain shit and he would like cut it off and like he had like a whole Scott Storch skit like he was had like <laughs> that was pretty funny like how like you know he had the skits ready and stuff like that and uh I thought that was like very strategic and like very like uh unique you know that's what you're supposed to do in the battle like do the unexpected and shit like that so Manny definitely was ready. That's why I feel like he had a he had a uh, uh, he had a little uh, he had one over he had a one over on uh, Scott Sturz because I feel like he was just super ready. <laughs> he was ready yeah, for like I don't know he has skits and shit. You heard his skits on that, John? Yeah, I like them, John. I like them because because Manny always been like over prepared. Like Manny Fresh, he, he always been. Like over, he was always ahead of his time, yeah. and I think that when, when you're really ahead of your time, you like you you can still play this now. Yeah, like you can you, you got credits on the card of one, you got credits you got credits everywhere. Yeah, that's the thing so about like, like yeah. It just been it, it's like I think combined, I was looking at something. And from what I've seen, because I don't know who upstate everything, like as far as sources, but like combined, these dudes almost got like 250 million records sold. Yeah. Like if you take all the credits from Scott Storch and take the credits from uh, uh, Manny Fresh and combine with how much each song they did produce. Yeah. Because cause, cause Juvenile by itself. That song went like eight times platinum. Just yeah. that one song. And then, of course, Beyonce and, and Chris Brown, they yeah. like semi punk stars. So that's that's like platinum. a whole nother bracket. Cause like it's like that's where like that's where like Manny Fresh is like man, oh, that shit's soft. Me playing all that soft shit like them Jones might be soft, but them Jones was like hits in that and that and that and that pop like lane. And that lane where he was headed at, cause like in that lane he was playing, 
He dominated that lane. It might, it might not, be, it might be soft to a hood nigga. I get what you're saying. It is kind of soft, like you know, because he played it was compared to what you're playing. But you still can't deny that these Jones is like he had a lot of fucking hits. Like you like, yeah. that so 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 you think like Scott Storrs had it over him because he had like more of a bigger, bigger, wide range of hits. Yeah, the uh. What, I'm sorry, brother. What's that shit called? Catalog. Yeah. You put up the catalog. Like like you said, Manny Fresh has some undeniable hood anthems. They're not... Because when, when you play Give Me That, everybody not running to the dance floor popping like Chris Brown. Everybody no. not do that. <laughs> so, but if you play Nah Nah for the 2000, from 18 to 80, everybody, you're not going to not dance. Everybody going to dance. So I think the one thing where it's like, that's, and everybody can hear that. You got to listen to Chris Brown and Beyonce a little bit. Like, uh, baby boy, you stay young, my, my. You got to hear that whole song, come on. And that was Brown, good. Give me that. And you got to hear that whole song, come on. All yeah. you need is do, do, do. That's all you need with that shit. Oh, my goodness. That's all you got to hear. So, like, Nate, but stuff like that, they both had the edge on each other because of... Uh, like just certain things. Yeah, one one person can't fuck with the other person in this area. This person can't fuck with like he, but he got this in this area. But he also got this shit right here. So I really, I really like that shit. Now, um, uh, I definitely got to hear it back from uh both of both of the sides of the story. Um, Manny feel like he won, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> he definitely gave uh Scott Storch. They both gave. That's why I like I, I like the fact that they both showing each other like yo you yo you a legend yo you yo yo you got some shit and that's what I love about this shit like just to show that we can come together hip hop because this is our culture and um and I really like the fact that Manny Fresh and Scott Storrs get to get to hear these new people the new generation that's underneath us that's born like around the ninety nine two thousand <laughs> around ninety nine two thousand uh these people get to hear who Manny Fresh is they get to hear who Scott Storch is they get to know who people is. So that's pretty much everything got, on that side, right? You know, and then they, they, they both got like, you know, not like songs, but like they both got... Like you said, catalogs. <laughs> yeah. Nice catalogs. The word though, you forgot. Like, damn, I forgot. Manny Fresh made so much. She like, yo, this nigga made everybody. Everybody's, everybody on fucking Cash Money had a hit from him. Everybody. Yeah, he got uh, everything. He got everybody, get your roll. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like that's ridiculous, and them dudes sold like a hundred. That whole they probably got more in between them. If they baby, if baby would have paid, them, them <laughs> if baby would have paid niggas, niggas would have been ours. Like when I was, <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then speaking of clap back, we were just talking about clap back. Scott Storrs produced that one too. <laughs> yeah, and then he turned around and he produced popping them things for G Unit. Like so, he was <laughs> wow. And, wow. and then it was like that year he did Mario Let Me Love You then he did Fat Joe Lean Back yeah yeah that's the thing about it yeah Lean Back yeah I forgot to mention that yeah Lean Back that was that was a you can't deny that that was like that's still I, fire I forgot he did Remy Ma Conceited Light Us Up Lord Give Me A Sign he didn't even play Conceited he played he played Light Us Up he yeah, played it's just, he forgot to play conceited and stuff. And look, yeah, he forgot to. He forgot. He, he, he damn. 
And that's what I'm saying. He got he got a bunch of joints like the Mario Let Me Love You. Damn. Like, um, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like he got, he got like the catalog is like ridiculous when it comes to that. So all right, we're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna uh, get to the cause like we can go on for days about this shit. For real. All right, so we're gonna get to the uh, the next topic. Our next topic is uh, like you were talking about earlier, the uh, the misusing of the word chance. Um, the misusing of the word chance. Like, uh, what, what was you coming from, and what was your perspective on that? How, uh, why you came up with this topic? Um, I was just uh, I was talking to like um, I guess a work neighbor. I was talking to a work neighbor, and he was telling me his situation. And when he said what he said about a chance, it just came and kind of just sparked the idea of what I wanted to talk about. Um, you got to be aware that when you give somebody a chance, you are putting yourself in the line of fire. When you give somebody a chance, that's open range. That's open range to do anything. Right. Like that's 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 anything at all. And a chance could be your safety. A chance could be your mental health. A chance could be your physical health, your emotional health. People think a chance is, oh yeah, just give it a chance. Oh yeah, just give it. It's such a fly-by word that it really, people don't understand how much that involves anything. You know, you know, somebody out there somewhere in a convenience store getting held up. If this clerk gives this robber a chance to pull his gun out, then he might get shot or take all the money. You know, if you want to, if you're running track, you give this person a chance to get ahead of you, you might not catch them, especially if y'all doing some laughing shit. So basically, it's like realize that a we, chance yeah. is you you really exposing yourself. And I don't think that word for me overall. I don't think the word should be used lightly. I think people should take it more serious. Yeah. And then people will flip it real quick. Some people will flip it and they'll say, "Oh, I think that's serious. Just give it a chance. I think that's serious. Don't look at it that way." We gotta stop dumbing down what we think is not serious. Because when you say chance, I just think you're exposing yourself to a lot of stuff. Like, if it pretty ain't much. Harm you now, it'll harm you later. Yeah, because def- definitely, like you, when you, you you tell somebody you give them a chance, you're pretty much open to for whatever they might want to do to you. Uh, I, I I would just just motherfuckers be more specific. And the way you saying it, where you coming from, is people people saying chance is like a one sided thing. Like like you basically just describe somebody coming from a one-sided thing because most people just use it from a one-sided thing but you also had this example where though when you said the clerk um he he, he when he, the robber was pulling the gun out and stuff like that it was like but it was it was a two-sided thing on that type of example you know what i'm saying most people are just coming from this one-sided thing they forget that it takes two and, and giving somebody a chance actually so it's not like you can't just come from a one-sided thing like you said, with the guy with the gun, the clerk, like he he boy had a he he had a chance to do some shit. He probably did it, but it was it was two sides to the fucking um actual chances and shit. Motherfucker just be like, oh, I'll give him a chance, and just like like you said, people say give somebody a chance, but they just coming from now. Everybody just dumbed down these words that they use every day to where though it started to become one sided. And I'm thinking you coming from a place to where though. No, nah, let's really actually figure out what, we, what the fuck we talking about here. We talking about a chance. We talking about like this is something else that's like it takes two. It's not just you, you somebody you just take a chance on somebody, and I just do. I just take a chance on somebody. It's not chance. is not a one sided thing. And people are dumbing down these words. The words though, 
they started using them in their own personal shit and they forgot what it actually really means. Exactly. I think that when I think that when it comes to that, you really gotta be mindful and careful. Um, think I go too far, too crazy, whatever. But just be mindful when you when you give a, a relationship a chance of any sort, whatever it is. You gotta be. It's stuff that led up to a chance. So when you're living your life normally and people ask for a chance, I think that it should be reverted back to where it started. You know, when people, especially, especially with people who might have any addiction, because if anybody's on crack or they're alcoholic or, you know, they own prescription pills, you can give them chances, but they, you know, they only know what they see around them. If they see that, honestly, if somebody know you ain't going to take this shit, they going to straighten up. If they got people who they know going to keep helping them, they might just kind of keep doing what they're doing. Now, on the flip side, they be like, oh, well, they got a problem. It's an addiction. So we got to do this. But then on the other side of that, it's like, oh, well, you know, you should help them because they got a problem. So we should just keep helping them. And before you know it, you 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 become maxed out as a human. But you're like, damn, I done took this person back and forth to rehab, back and forth to AA meeting, back and forth to this, back and forth to that, back. And then you're fighting with them for years and they keep doing the same thing. And then when you finally give up, oh, well, give them a chance. What did you think I did the last two years? So I think before people say, oh, give him or her or it a chance, Look at how I got to this point of wanting to give up. That's what I want to say. Yeah, like the first, like like it really like, because the fucking uh, definition of the word chance is a possibility of something happen. Like I just said earlier, like you open yeah. up for some shit to happen, and like I think the first time around you give somebody a chance, like the first couple of times you get people like it really like the first time for for when you give somebody a chance, and I suggest like I think that. People want you to give motherfucker chance after chance after chance. Like, it's like I already been opened up for some shit for a possibility to happen, and it happened already. So it's like I can't at this point of giving someone a chance already. I cannot just give them a chance again. It's gonna be have to be a, a, a structure. It's gonna have to be some type of genuine. You know, it's gonna have to be some type of something after that. It just can't be a back to back fucking. That's that's where you're coming from, right? It can't just be a back to back fucking chance after chance after chance. After the word, the fucking word got it. It got to change after that. I just can't, I just can't keep giving you fucking back to back chances because I already been gave you a chance the first couple of times. I already know that what the, what the, what the word means. I'm open for some shit happening. Already, already some shit already happened already. So I'm thinking people as missing using the word. They really, they really missing using the word chance, bro. Just because it's because they want you to do right and they feel like it's the right thing about it. But the way people are going at it, they're going at it from a one-way perspective. Like, yo, you just do it on your chance, on your side. It's about like why the person haven't given them, themselves a chance on that side. It's just like, it's just like at this point, man, people just at. The chance is over. Where you get my chance, it's, it's no longer a chance after that. Like you, ha- you had the right to say no. I'm not giving you a chance. That doesn't mean that you that just you not giving somebody a chance because the chance is over. You might feel like this over at that point. Like, like as like you said, as a human, you get dried out. So it's like, yo, uh, at this point, 
I'm done give a person a chance. At this point, it's gonna have to be something else different. I can't give out a hundred chances because I already opened myself up to a possibility of something happened before. So why would I give somebody a chance of giving me a, another open way for somebody to fucking hurt me, basically? Or to do whatever they fuck they want. So I can no longer give someone a fucking chance. I, I wish people stopped using the word so so usefully and just like, and just in every situation, like, like somebody fucking shoot you or give him a chance. Like, like I already get, I, I gave him a chance before. Like, you know what I'm saying? A possibility of something happening and it happened. So it's like, at this point, we should come to a solid agreement at this point. I don't fuck with you. Even I don't fuck with you. I don't want to be around you. Or we got to come. It's something after that. The, the fucking chance is over with now. Because motherfuckers want you to be do, doing chance for years. And nobody never comes to a fucking common group. So that's what you probably tired of this shit. Like, I'm tired of motherfuckers keep telling about chances and shit like that. We're not coming to... I'm done with that. Basically, right? Yeah, that's that. And that's what it comes down to. Because people got to know that these chances which you're, that you're giving out... You want to hear the word a lot. These chances that you're giving out... These are attached to your mental health. Okay, so... Um, you give somebody a chance. A boy has a crazy relationship with his mother. She left him a couple times. She never had her stuff right. We we just gonna say maybe she was on a drug or two, just something you know, very fictional, not real. Um, he grows up, he grows up, don't really want to talk to her that much. And people in the family are like, okay, that's still your mother, you know, give her a chance. And he's like, well, over the years I've done it. And if he gives her an open chance now, let him come live with her. He let her come live with her. She take all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. All right, cool, I gave her a chance. Oh, well, you know she has an addiction. You know she got a problem, so make sure you give her a chance. Okay, she just stole all my shit. She left me when I was a kid. We had regular talks. We had regular relationships. Um, but it just wasn't connected. Oh, that's still your mom. Give her a chance. Yeah, like I said, after a while, the misusing yeah. of the y'all start missing using the word now. I see why you missing. I see why you feel like niggas missing using the word now, because after I gave someone a chance, it's no longer a chance after that. This had to be some type of structure or something to where though I'm good with this on my mental health. I just can't keep giving someone an open way for them to fuck me over. Cause you, you tell that's them, really that's really what it is. Cause we just looked at the definition of a fucking chance. It's, it's, it's open for a possibility of something to happen. So it's like I can't. Look Which means anything can happen, the good right. or bad. A, 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 a open possibility for something to happen. Possibilities, but possibilities are endless, open, endless, and you really, you really put yourself. Almost in harm's way when you give something a chance, right? You and definitely people don't understand that. Then it weighs down on your mental health. And like, oh well, <laughs> some people hit you with, oh, you know, forgive them because God will want you to do it and give them a chance. And then now, you know how many people sit in in the house with somebody they really don't fuck with. You know how many women in bad marriages because they gave somebody a chance. And that ain't miserable. So the next man that come to them, he gonna have to do a lot. A lot of men sitting in miserable marriages. A lot of people who brothers and sisters with somebody and they ain't miserable because they live in the same house. Oh, give them a chance. You got people who are in miserable friendships. 
but people don't know when you get misery, misery goes to depression. Depression goes into thoughts of suicide. And then guess who crazy at the end of the day? You by yourself. Yep. So like you said, it's just linked to your mental health. So motherfuckers is missing. They, they jumping over your mental health and want you to give this word <laughs> the light. They give this word yeah. the power that does no longer have no more. So, so people gotta stop using the same words in in, in situations that they have no meaning in. You can't tell me to give somebody a chance after I gave someone a chance previously before. So at this very moment, this word has no meaning. At this moment, my mental health means more than that fucking word that you're talking about. So at this point, I'm basing all my act, all my actions off my mental health. I'm not basing it off giving somebody a fucking chance. <laughs> I'm basing it off. I gotta make sure that I'm cool at the end of the day with my mental health because I didn't gave people so many chances and they fucked up my mental health. I gave people a chance before, and sometimes might worked out, but at this point, with particular point we talking about. People are missing using the word a fucking chance because they're using it after you gave somebody a chance and they're using it in a situation where no chance doesn't have a fucking meaning right now. <laughs> I just feel like people yeah. get caught up in trying to be nice and want you to be nice and like sometimes being nice can lead you into the wrong, like, like being nice can really stress you out and fuck you up your mental health. Being genuine and really like protecting yourself and not taking every fucking chance is really better for your mental health. I would say, but since for this world is so goddamn America, is so that I goddamn soft. When you tell them you're not, are you say, bro? You tell somebody you're not giving them a chance. They don't hear that you being that you protecting your mental health. They hear you saying fuck, fuck them. That's all they hear. It's all they hear is you saying fuck them. They they jump over your mental health. They ain't worried about your mental health. They jump over that shit. All they want to hear is what the fuck they want to hear. They want to hear they. What you said when you said, yeah, I'm not giving you a chance. Oh, you, you basically saying you're giving up on us. I'm saying for you to say something else. Come up with another fucking word. Come up with another fucking structure. It could be something else different. At this point, when it, at this point, uh, chance is all the way over there. I'm worried about my mental health at this point. So you could put the chance up, put that shit up somewhere and stop, stop you misusing that word, y'all. Because a lot of people, bro, don't know the definition of the word to use. And that's why they keep misusing it. They use it. They use it already. So now they overusing the word. So now the word doesn't have any meaning in your particular in your particular um in your particular situation. So now it doesn't make any sense for me to take a chance on someone because this is not the right time for me to take a chance. That word is already used already. I already put action on the word. It's done. I can't no longer do it. <laughs> so like that's why I be that's why motherfuckers is linked. It's shit linked to your mental health because motherfuckers just keep telling you to do the same shit over and over again. And you like, oh, you didn't learn any other word to say at this point? Matter of fact, forget, try to find the words. What about my mental health? When you bring it up, niggas, what happened? Right, when you bring it up, niggas act like, (coughs) shit get quiet. What's that? I don't even know what that is. Okay, all right, well. Right. It's a ladder. Where um, repeated chances can cause stress, or they can. Where repeated chances on anything can cause stress. 
Definitely. Anything repeat, anything repeated can cause stress, and it can cause you to second guess yourself, which can probably drop your low self esteem, which can make you feel like you're worthless, which can make you feel like you're nothing, which can lead to depression, thoughts of suicide, and it just goes in a circle. Yeah. I think that's the part. I think that's the part people really don't understand. That is that that like, like, you giving that, people that, chances uh, linked to your mental health. The, 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 the ladders, yeah, like yeah, that's pretty much it's a ladder to that type stuff. So y'all, but people don't get it. They just want to do what they want to do. Yeah. But um, this is how people actually people that's listening. If you um, just be more involved in the people that's around you in your life. Nobody telling you to, you know, be the fucking, uh, to be the preacher or to be like uh, spiritual, or whatever. But just people that you will love, that you care for. I suggest that you try, you know, your best to make sure that you know that their mental health is good. Especially if it, you ain't worry about nothing else. I'm not saying don't worry about nothing else, but like the most important thing, especially right now, especially what's going on right now, especially in general, because mental health is like. You know, it's still going on. It's not like we can't get rid of it because we walk around with our shit every day. So it's like, if you're around your family and friends in this time, especially the pandemic, everybody should really work on their mental health, especially at this point in time. Like, really, uh, and this is how you do it. You actually start thinking positive, having positive thinking, start having affirmations and stuff like that. Um, I wouldn't tell you to go read no book because everybody don't really read, but if you do read, they have different books that you can read on, on, on positive thinking and happen, helping you understand, uh, he- helping you deal with your mental health better. Um, talking to someone, um, not just talking to your family, talking to like, uh, you know, a therapist in this time frame because a lot of people going through like the most stressful stuff right now and uh, everybody just keep wanting people to have money and stuff like that. We just keep looking over people's mental health. So um, have evaluations, try to talk to uh, your family members like once a week Everybody sit down, not do nothing. We just talk about how we feel in our inner emotions and stuff like that. Um, men, men, if you're walking past men every day, try to speak to another man. Uh, Women, uh, you know, try to uh, try to uh, uplift someone as much as you can because like that that can help too. If you don't, if you if you're not trying to be a person that saved the world, but you just some small and just acknowledging that the fact that that someone's there and that that, that you care. Just that small piece. You might not even know these people. Just say, hey, how you doing? How you feeling today? I remember I was working at Pathmark real quick. I was working at Pathmark. Now, I came across this teacher and stuff like that. And she was like, uh, I said, you beautiful. You look really beautiful today. She's like, wow, they made my day. And she was a teacher. She might have been going through shit with a lot of shit with students and stuff like that. And, uh, I, you know, I, I can be really be mad at the fact that I'm, you know, dealing with all these people every day. But, you know, I, I made it a point to with myself to make sure that, I just said something, understand that, you know, I care. I don't got to know them or nothing like that. Just make sure that you, you know, how do you feel about that, bro? You want to add on to that? Yeah, you got to do that. Got to definitely add on to, not even add on, just say something nice. When, you, when, when something is nice, when you're talking about nice and how people are just supposed to be nice, <laughs> like when something is nice, it's more temporary. Nice is the, the, the days because tomorrow could be rainy nice as the car because tomorrow it can be messy or whatever you know nice is a temporary thing that can have a long term setting on it so you definitely want to say something good to people to try to uplift them 
you know, stuff like that. When I used to deliver groceries, Pathmark, stuff like, uh, no, nah, not Pathmark, you said Pathmark. Shop, shop right. Yeah, when I used to deliver groceries over there, uh, man, you get customers who don't get nobody to come visit them or nothing like that. But what I did with them, I gave them a chance and they showed me who they was as a person. And then they stayed like that ever since. You know, when, so when, when, you, when you thin line between nights and chances, you give somebody a chance, just know you, you're taking a gamble. And that's why some people, you know, they, <laughs> they, they, they smoke cigarettes, they pace back and forth, you know, watch the movie. That I'm like, it, it's all over when you go for a chance. It's like, it's like asking for a piece of somebody's life. Yeah. And people, and people just use it so minor. Like, how you think? How you think? Like, how you think people can help? Things? Like, how you think people can come better? Like, become better, and like you know, and, and just acknowledging people' with mental health. That's what I was talking about. Athletes. Ask somebody if, if you're gonna ask for something. Ask them how they feel. Not we gotta start. Not start with Jimmy. If, if a man leave a woman or a woman leave a man, oh, you never gave us a chance. How would you feel if? We did this. But then you gotta respect how I feel too. But man, ask a woman, how would you feel if we went to counseling? If the woman says, I don't wanna do counseling, he can't snap out and say, You ain't give us a chance. You just ask me how I felt, and I told you. And vice versa, the same thing. Start asking people more of how they feel. Or if something happens, figure out why. Learn yeah. your part in every situation. Yeah. I'm not saying you gotta be wrong. Some people gotta relax. Like being wrong is not bad because you're only learning. It's only a lesson. Yeah, because real quick we gotta wrap it up in a um Yeah, like you said, people just after after you get my chance, the next thing you gotta fucking do is just yo ask them how you feel. And that's it. They come that's fucking it. chance for the fucking year long. Like or like uh <laughs> We're gonna be on here next week, y'all. Um, whenever we get a chance, especially with time we're going through right now, uh, like we're gonna bring more content, we'll have more um, more topics and stuff like that. Uh, um, so yeah, we're gonna be on here giving you guys, you know, more insight and more stuff like that. So uh, we're gonna be on here as much as we try to be. Uh, like I said, this is our podcast. Uh, you know, you know my you know my name, Mark. You know, successful, blessed. Uh, you can follow me on uh, Instagram, successful bless underscore successful bless with one C. Um, you got anything you want to say, bro? We about to get out of here before we get out of here. Oh yeah, you know, follow me on Instagram, Suave, S A U V E, and it's four small dashes. I think if you look it up, it look like a long line, but it's four small dashes after the Suave, everything lowercase. Um, I don't have no Twitter, nothing like that. Facebook is uh, Suave Childs. You know, just get at it. We're going to keep this podcast thing going. You know, everybody continue to be safe. Continue to do what you got to do. Make the best of life and take in consideration everything you got going on. You know, just be kind. Kind don't take much. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I wanted to speak on that. Yeah, I wanted to say everybody be safe out there. Take care of your family. Y'all take it easy. We're going to get through this as a whole. Um, We're definitely going to speak on this. Uh, more and uh, y'all stay tuned, man. We don't do this for nothing. I don't do this for nothing. We don't do this for nothing. We keep going. We keep grinding, man. I see y'all, man. Never stop. Never keep. Never stop your motivation, man. Y'all, y'all stay safe out there. Y'all see y'all later, man. Boom. Ah. <laughs>